So you're pregnant. Congratulations. Now what? You better start searching for all the right baby gear. What kind of crib are you going to buy? How about that car seat? Not to mention the cute outfits. What name are you going to pick? What's your birth plan? Will you stay at home after the baby is born or go back to work? <sighs> okay, just breathe, mama. There are a ton of questions to answer when you find out you're having a baby. I can guarantee that you're feeling at least a little bit overwhelmed, especially if this is your first time. So how can we calm the chaos in your mind about becoming a mom so that you can actually enjoy it when your sweet baby gets here? We'll be talking about all things motherhood, including ways to help you prepare not just for the baby, but for your life after your baby arrives. Are you dreaming of a peaceful and joy-filled motherhood? I can bet that you are. Let's make it happen, shall we? My name is Mary Stover, and this is the Happy Motherhood Podcast. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Happy Motherhood Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I have a Christmas-themed podcast episode for you today, and it really can apply to any holiday, but as the, at the time of this recording, I think we've got about three weeks until Christmas, so um, I'm in the Christmas spirit. Today, I'm going to be talking about being very intentional about designing your holidays how you want them to look. And if you did not grab my motherhood prep kit, the link is in the show notes. Um, you can find it on my website, uh, yourhappymotherhood.com, all that good stuff. If you do not have that, grab that. And um, I have a whole section in there about designing your motherhood, how you want it to be. And one of the questions in there is about, excuse me, is about... Um, talking to your husband about what holiday traditions are very important to him, what are very important to you, and what you want to make your new little family's traditions to be. Do you want to set new traditions? Do you want to carry things um, forward from your childhood uh, to your new sweet baby? If you have these conversations, if you sit down with your husband and you write these things down, like what are your hopes for, um, for the Christmas season, for Thanksgiving, for Easter, whatever you celebrate, what are your hopes for those special days and what memories do you want to create for your, for your child? If you sit down and have those, that conversation with your husband ahead of time before, you know, not the day before Christmas, but, you know, weeks before, even months before, sit down and hash that out together. Then you have a united front and you can go to your extended families and say, hey, here's what we are thinking for Christmas Day. Here's what we want to do for Christmas Day. And here's why. And you want to definitely do this as a united front. You don't want to cause any rifts between, you know, you and your in-laws. Um, you don't want your mom hating your husband. <laughs> you definitely want to do this as a united front so that, um, you know, there's no wiggle room there. And it's super important in setting this up from the beginning. And of course, it can be done after the fact. If you already have kids, 
This can still be done, but it's so much easier if you do it beforehand, which is why one of the many reasons I um, started this whole thing was so that you could prepare well for motherhood and kind of set the expectations ahead of time, set yourself up for success and design your motherhood how you want it to be so that you have a lot less stress down the road. So you definitely want to have discussions with your husband and talk about what traditions um, he wants to carry on. If he has any old family, family traditions and, you know, do you love that as well? Let's, you know, Hey, let's implement that for our, our new baby. Um, you know, a small example, my mom would always read two Christmas books to my brother and I, um, on, throughout the Christmas season. I think starting December 1st, all the way to Christmas Eve, we would do two Christmas books. My brother would pick one and I would pick one. I loved, loved, loved this. I looked forward to it every year. It's really one of my fondest memories throughout um, the Christmas season. When I was growing up, I loved it so much. And we tried to do that. My husband and I tried to implement that. Um, but we now have five boys and they're very active boys. And we also have two, you know, two little ones. They're 16 months apart and they really don't like to sit and listen to um, me reading Christmas books. So this was a tradition when I started out, when we had our, our first kid, this was a tradition that I really wanted to keep going. I've had to since shift my expectations a little bit because we have five, we don't have just two. And my brother and I were almost four years apart. So there was, um, the, the family dynamic was completely different. And so I've had to kind of shift my expectations and decide, well, this isn't, maybe isn't a tradition that we can really do every year until the little ones are a little bit older and they will sit still and listen and won't be running around screaming and yelling. I mean, it's quite a sight to see me trying to read to my older three when, <laughs> when my two-year-old is super loud and running all over the place. It's, it's, it's silliness. So that's just one small example of a tradition that I really wanted to implement and continue on. And you might have to shift your expectations a little bit. And this is going to have to, this might be a conversation that you want to have with your in-laws or with your parents that expectations might need to shift a little bit depending on the season that you're in. I'll give you another example. My husband and I are lucky enough to have our family in pretty close proximity to where we live. I think the furthest away are like immediate, like grandparents and great grandparents are, they're about 45 minutes away to an hour away from our house. So that's the furthest. So we are able to, you know, travel to see everyone. Um, when we had our first, we would try to squeeze stuff in all in one day and we would just run ourselves ragged trying to do this. Like nobody really wanted to give up their traditions. Um, and it, it became very difficult on all of us to try and squeeze everything in. Everything felt very rushed. Um, it was not enjoyable. And looking back, I would have done it completely different. And this is why I'm recording this episode for you. I would have definitely decided I would have had the conversation with my husband ahead of time. And I would have then 
we would have both had conversations with our families and say, you know, we now have our own little family and we really want to take it slow. We want to really take our time with Christmas and or with Thanksgiving and we want to just relax and not be stressed. So we're just going to stay put or we're going to go to one family's house one day and then another family's house another day. Um, and we can do that because we have family close by. So it really depends on your family dynamic and, and also how far away everyone is. You know, you have to factor all of that in. Um, and that's what we do now. We, we alternate holidays. Um, like for Thanksgiving this past Thanksgiving, we were with my in-laws on Thanksgiving Day. And then we went to my, my side of the family's uh, Thanksgiving celebration on a different day. We didn't try to squeeze it all in in one day. It's just not possible. And I don't like shoving all that food in my stomach. So um, that's just a small, another example of, of what you want to maybe consider when you are planning out your holidays. It's just the whole point is to sit down, hash it out on what your expectations and hopes and dreams are for what you want the special days of your year to look like. And, um, you know, design it the way you want it with the way you and your husband want it. Set those expectations between the two of you and then have those, you know, adult conversations with your families on, you know, what you're thinking, why you're thinking it and, and say it with love and compassion um, because there might be some disappointed grandparents out there. Um, you know, they might, they might be a little sad that you're not continuing every tradition that they always did for you. They might be a little sad and that's completely understandable, but you do want to kind of establish your new traditions if that's the route you want to go. And that's okay. You're allowed to do that. Um, so if, like I said, if you don't have the motherhood prep kit, grab it and um, jot down what your ideal Christmas season looks like. And here's a little tip for you. Less is more here for sure, um, especially with little sweet babies. Um, you definitely don't want to be running around everywhere trying to keep everyone happy. Just enjoy it. Just take it slow. Take it easy. Uh, don't buy your new, you know, six-month-old baby <laughs> um, 20 different presents. They really don't care anyway, and they won't remember it anyway. Um, just take it slow and simple and enjoy it, right? Uh, that's the whole point of, of the Christmas season is to enjoy it. It's the whole point of holidays to just enjoy your family and um, not be stressed. Enough with the stress, right? I think we can all agree that we've had too much stress this whole year. So I um, thank you so much for listening, guys. Like I said, download the Motherhood Prep Kit and I will see you the next time. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with me for an episode of the Happy Motherhood Podcast. To hear more about me, what I do, and how I can help you, head on over to my website, yourhappymotherhood.com. In fact, I've got a free prep kit ready and waiting for you. The Motherhood Prep Kit. Just the jumpstart you need to start preparing well for your motherhood. Grab it at yourhappymotherhood.com and get going.